This is Rabbi Yonatan Yudrin, and welcome to the Sparks from the Fire Torah Podcast, brought to you by the RRG Beit Midrash, the spiritual home for Hebrew University students on campus. Parshat Vayakem, Sanctifying Space and Time. Sheshit Yamim Ta'aseh Malacha. וביום השביעי יהיה לכם קודש, שבת שבתון לאדוני. On six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you shall have a Sabbath of complete rest, holy to the Lord. The time has come to build the tabernacle, the Mishkan, the place of meeting between the human and the divine. Moshe gathers the entire nation to make his request for donations to build this sacred space. But before he does so, he opens with a brief but pointed warning about Shabbat. Do no work on Shabbat. Light no fires. It is a sacred time for God and requires absolute rest. And from there, Moshe continues with the intricate plans for the building of the Mishkan by Betzalel and his team of craftsmen. But why the mention of Shabbat first? We have already mentioned the uniqueness of the seventh day numerous times before, including all the way back to the creation story and in the Ten Commandments. Why does Moshe open his speech to the nation now with a reminder about the sanctity of Shabbat? In order to understand Moshe's strange opening here in our Parsha, let's look back to chapter 31 in last week's Parsha. There, too, the text outlines the construction of the Mishkan, as well as Bitzalel's appointment as the leader of the craftsmen. And in the same breath, God surprisingly changes the topic to Shabbat. Speak to the people of Israel and say, Ach, et Shabbatotai tishmilu, but you must keep my Sabbaths, for it is a sign between me and you throughout the ages, that you may know that I am the Lord who has sanctified you. The word ach, but, teaches us that Shabbat is juxtaposed to the building of the Mishkan. The Mishkan is of incredible significance. It is the place where God dwells amongst us. But as important as it is, the building of the Mishkan does not supersede Shabbat. To put it another way, sanctity in space does not subjugate sanctity in time. The details involved in constructing the Mishkan, the model of sanctity of space, take up the majority of four different Torah portions in the book of Shemot. From the materials that surround it, to the utensils that fill it, to the clothes that are worn by those who must serve in it, no detail is left out. In order for the Mishkan to work, so to speak, all the pieces must be in place. Think about your phone and all the different electronic components and lines of software code that work together in harmony to create these amazing communication devices. One small defect will render it worthless. The Mishkan, the device, so to speak, which will allow for communication and harmony between God and Israel, is no less technical and must have all its components built exactly to specification. And so what could be more important than the construction of that device? The answer, sanctity in time. In his work, The Sabbath, Abraham Joshua Heschel waxes poetically about the importance of Shabbat in our day and calls it, quote, a palace in time. 
Heschel writes, quote, There is a realm of time where the goal is not to have, but to be. Not to own, but to give. Not to control, but to share. Not to subdue, but to be in accord. The gift of sacred space where God dwells amongst us is critical. It is a space that we create for God. But there is another way to be with God, the realm of time. We don't create it. It was created at the beginning of existence. But it is available to us if we make the space for it. So as Moshe describes the endless details of the Mishkan and its utensils and the clothing of the Kohen, God is concerned that sanctity in space will overshadow sanctity in time. Shabbat, sanctity in time, must not be pushed aside for the Mishkan, sanctity in space. Over the last year, many of us have lost access to our sacred spaces. I've spent the majority of the last year for Shabbat and holidays praying in my laundry room as we have a porch minion which meets outside on the lawn below us. And though we clean up the space and try to make the best of it, it certainly is not our shul. So maybe like me, you miss your sacred space. And hopefully we can all return back to them very soon. But we can gain comfort that God offers us a meeting place in time as well as space. The Hebrew word moed, which is used to describe sacred times of Shabbat and holidays, also implies meeting. It is a place in time where we meet the divine. So have you found a way to connect spiritually without sacred spaces over the past year? Or is it just too difficult and too abstract to find God only in time? I'd love to hear your answers or comments on our Facebook page, RRG Bait Midrash, or on our Instagram page, RRG Bait. In addition, if you want to sponsor a class in memory of or in honor of a loved one, shoot me an email at info at rrgbaitmidrash.org. A big thanks to Yosef Gutman-Levitt for the use of his song, HaYehudi HaKadosh. If you enjoyed, please subscribe to Sparks from the Fire wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a positive rating and be sure to share. I'm Rabbi Yonatan Yudrin, and thanks so much for listening.